0: Good morning to you, uh, Pepe, and to our answers, the rest of the listeners as well. Very tough one to ask, you know. Um, I think one of the most important things is to know that uh, uh, when we go for these kind of bilateral agreements, uh, we must have a clear strategy with regards to what we would like from them. And and sometimes, unfortunately, um, it seems like the line are very blurry. And I agree with that, instance. The the countries normally have a strategic plan with regards to what they want from South Africa, what they plan to do, and you might start seeing them actually starting to do the work that they require. For example, they're talking about solar energy and they're talking about uh, infrastructure development. So already you can tell that they have three strategic um, uh, um, 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 plans that they want to put into place in South Africa. What would we want from them? I I wouldn't know what would be on, on the top of my shopping list, it's very, very difficult. Well, countries have been, have been doing relatively badly. I think they tend to gain more from us than we, we gain from them. And so hopefully, hopefully, hopefully something comes out of it. But it'll be interesting to find out the, the finer details with regards to that.
1: Asian stocks fell for the first time in three days as healthcare companies led losses and more than two-thirds of the companies in Japan's Topics Index traded without the yeah. right to the next dividend.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting that you you refer to those health stocks. Uh, I mean, I, I was looking at uh, Glaxo, uh, Smith uh, as well, which has also been hit very hard. I don't know why, um, but most of them have been hit hard. Um, I, I, I can see that some of them did take out some results that came out last week, and so the effects are starting to take place already. Uh, we see the MSCI Asia Pacific slipped by zero point four percent. If you look at, for example, as well the topics. Uh, also went down by 0.8 percent. So uh, I think a lot of data that showed up uh, 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 yesterday, uh, where everybody was on holiday still, uh, showed that the federal reserve's uh, preferred measure of inflation had slowed, and that also clouded at the outlook for the higher interest rates in 2016. And therefore, from a hawkish uh, view, they now become dovish, and so that sort of. Uh, out of control and led to, I uh, some of these companies, good method of obviously rely so much on the U.S. performance, and so they started to take a little bit of a slide.
1: Why, in the new emerging markets, alpha comes in in the form of a politics.
0: It's an interesting strategy because I remember the last time I think I spoke to you, I explained to you that the the things that are, are affect economies, and um, for example, if you are a developed market, if you look market uh, such as the U.S. Germany and the likes and you're strong. Even uh, on the political side, your governments are doing well. Uh, today we, we gauge our our politics with regards to uh, democratic rights and democracy and how it works. And so if, if, if confidence in investors is there, you seem to find that there's a, a correlation with that with regards to what happens with the economy. However, in, in cases of recent uh, research that has shown by a number of asset managers and portfolio managers from different countries, they show that they are now concerned about a strategy that actually uh, puts politics ahead of everything else. So, what they're saying is that they look at the stability, the political stability of a particular country before actually investing in it. Why has this become an important or, uh, area for them uh, in 2016, especially with? Uh, Uh, People are really going into different countries for different reasons. Why do they change strategy? When we talk about Alpha, we're talking about getting interest or getting returns. uh, Someone called ROI, return on investment. And so to get that kind of real proper return on investment, it is important for the country to have a strong political will, a strong leadership, a strong government. They look at things such as uh, the independence of the states, uh, how the uh, the state-owned enterprises work, they look at things like that, and it has become, It has the, the need for that pepper uh, uh, has increased by almost 39%. So that just shows you that uh, they have now a different way of, of gauging these things. And that's the reason why we need to look back at home and say, we need to make sure that we also look more attractive, and we do have a stable uh, uh, political sphere uh, that will attract better investments. And these visits, for example, to 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 the UAE, very, very important uh, uh, for government to support these kind of initiatives to show that we are interested in getting business back into the country. But that's Can you answer this question for me?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, can you confirm, please, on National Radio about the chances of... Uh, I, I'm saying not because you're a policy fan, but because you've got... I know you've got leads. You've got, got, <laughs> got leads. Uh,
1: is Jumbella going up? Well, 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 I can confirm ah. that uh, Steve Combelo is uh, is is coach at Kaiser Chiefs. Yes. So
0: you can't confirm that there's a new height for
1: a coach. I can confirm <laughs> that uh, <laughs> Steve Kombella is a uh, coach at Kaiser Chiefs. I will there is new You know how they like—they just stick to that line. Yeah, that re- that report is correct. Yes, that that report is correct. We need that, 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 that report is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you very much, Clive Ramachibel. AM live on SAFM.